welcome again. I'm Pastor Jason here sitting with Pastor David. Good morning. And uh, this is the new podcast that we started, the second one. This is the, uh, we call it for now, the Sunday recap. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, this is a chance for Pastor David and I to sit and, and chat through things that we may not have time to cover on Sunday or right. any questions that may have come out of the sermon this morning. So uh, first, how was your week this past week? Uh, it was a good week. It was a, it was a busy week. Uh, lots going on, as I know everybody yeah. you know, does. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. also, like, you know, I mentioned it in the sermon at the beginning, uh, not knowing at the start of last week as of preparing the message and what we'd ultimately focus on, just like what would be happening in the world, mm. and then mm. just mm. how that was able to... God's Word was able to help frame for me what was happening yeah. and keep my focus on the right thing. Is there was just a lot going on. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and speaking of the sermon yesterday, uh, we looked at Luke 1, yep. 39 through 54, Mary's yep. song of praise. So, so Dave, as you were preparing for this message, what were you going to bring to the church? Yeah. What, what stood out to you? Yeah, well, first, it's Hearing you say, you know, Luke 1, like we've been in Luke 1 for a while. Like right, Luke right. 1 is very long. We got one more message. Actually, one of my kids asked me Saturday, so are we in Luke 3 yet? I'm like, yeah. nope, just still in 1. I mean, obviously you can see it here in your Bible. I mean, Luke chapter 1 has 80 verses in it. Right. So, I mean, that's that's a significant, uh, yeah, a significant amount. Um, so, yeah, what stood out to me? Uh, if I can be completely honest, as we were preparing for this, I was preparing coming to what we know as Mary's Magnificat. This mm-hmm. is where Mary mm-hmm. sings her song of, of praise in response to God's confirmation of the message. Um, it, was, it was interesting for my heart because the first part, there's a lot of narrative. And then all of a sudden you come to this poem and the song. We're actually going to get another one next week when Zechariah okay. sings. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be different. How do? And so I was really asking the Lord, you know, help me to kind of think through this. And then um, what really stood out to me is, is first and foremost how kind God is, and I mentioned that in the message, that at the end of Mary's encounter with Gabriel, he says, your relative Elizabeth mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. is pregnant, and that's a sign for you of, of the message being true. And uh, I just see God's kindness in that. Yeah. He didn't have yeah. to do that. He didn't have to give this woman a sign. Like, when God speaks to you, that should be sufficient in and <laughs> of itself. And yet he's so gracious, he's so kind to still give her that sign. And then, of course, Mary runs right away. Mm. I love that, mm. to go with haste, to go see yeah. that the sign is, sign yeah. is true. So that's one of the, that, that was just really on my heart, mind, the kindness of, of okay. God in the midst okay. of it. So. Okay. Well, and, and was there, I mean, one thing about preaching a message, you only have so much time. Yeah, yeah. So was there something that you were not able to cover yesterday that you would like to take a moment and, and explain, to expand on? Yeah. All right. So one of the things that came up even in our connection group uh, afterwards, and I continually referred, I think I did, I'd have to go we'll go back to the tape, but uh, <laughs> talking about uh, Elizabeth being Mary's cousin. Okay. Okay. When you look at the text, she's only referred to, at least in the English Standard Version, that which is what I preach from on, on Sunday. There's a lot of different translations of the Bible. Right. Uh, we often don't address that, but, you know, we, we preach from the English Standard Version. Uh, she's referred to as her relative, okay? Okay. okay. And uh, it is the King James Version that first refers to her as her cousin. All right. All right. So, so is the cousin, is it um, the best translation based upon the Greek and the way that it's used is just that general relative. We okay. don't know for sure that they were cousins, which is also why she could have been so significantly older. Remember, Mary's probably 13. Right. If she's beyond childbearing years, yes. and in a way that is obviously beyond childbearing years, you have to assume that Elizabeth is somewhere 
beyond the age of 50, okay. probably yeah. more like yeah. 60. So cousins, good age gap. Yeah, cousins yeah. being yeah. that far apart. Yeah. So we don't know for sure. Um, but just in case anybody's wondering, you know, that was just kind of one of the things that I, I didn't address, you know, in, in the message, you know. But, um, but you know, something else we wanted to address, and this stood out to me as we were going through this, is one Mary does see Elizabeth, and she gets the confirmation, right? Um, she immediately bursts into this song of praise. Well, we call it a song of praise. It just says that Mary said. Yes, yes. And, uh, and this is something I actually want to throw back to you. Okay. Um, didn't get into it too, too deeply, but I think there's some practical stuff here. Uh, she starts in verse 46, says, my soul magnifies the mm. Lord. In response to God's kindness mm. to her and the confirmation, my soul magnifies the Lord. Um, I rejoice in God, my Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole idea of praising and magnifying God, mm-hmm. Mary's response to what God is doing in her and the confirmation and affirmation is praise. Mm-hmm. It's worship of, of God. We talk right. often on Sunday about, and I mentioned this in the message, um, worship being about coming and praising God for who he is and what he's done. Yep. Yep. Um, and I think that's so important. I said a little something in the first service about the fact that worship is not about us. Talk to us still about, as you come to worship, what is our philosophy yeah. as when we gather as the saints? Because it's more of a question for you. As, as yeah, and I think together. it's pretty neat, um, whether this was a song or not. And you say we're going to talk yeah. about a song next week. That, yeah. that if you look at the Bible, God's people are to be a singing people. He puts, like, that, that's part of the transformation, that we become a singing people. Yeah. It, it, not perfection. We, not everybody has the same voice, right? And, and so, but we are to sing because we have reason to sing. God right. has given us, us life. And so it's pretty cool to see this in here. And we know that from Psalmist, he says, that, that we're to sing a praise. Those are instructions. Um, as we gather on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. our songs are to be towards God about, um, what he has done, as you said, uh, also who he is, and he's the primary focus. Like right. he is what we are here to sing about. Which, as I talked about a little bit yesterday in, in service, is great because it reorients our hearts, yeah. right? When we're not feeling it, because our feelings lead us astray a lot. Our feelings can, based on something that we've eaten, based on something we drink, a bad dream, not enough sleep. Yeah. So that helps reorient our hearts one to God as we glorify Him. But then we benefit also because as we're singing, yeah. the people next to us, they get to hear the song of praise. And, and we're encouraging them. So um, we've shared this before, but, but um, and as I like to explain in, in the uh, Explorer class, God is the primary audience. Yes. And then those around us, as the Bible instructs us to, to, to sing to those and instruct them in, in these ways, it's everybody around us. We actually don't even make that list. The right. list we're encouraged is because the other people are singing around us and that they're, um, and they're singing, they're encouraging our heart. And, and what's really kind of neat, uh, Dave, is oftentimes I know people think that you and I spend an extensive amount of time chatting and yeah, planning yeah. this whole service yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. And we don't. No. We no. rarely talk about what you're going to preach about when we're right. singing. But two things, when you sing the gospel. Yeah and you preach, preach the gospel, you're going to line up, number one. And number two, you and I both spend time praying and mm-hmm. seeking, hey, God, what is it that you want for our church this week? Just as you take seriously the preaching of God's word, we take seriously the singing yeah. of God's word as well. And sometimes that's easier, and sometimes that's more of a, a battle to get in there. But yeah. yeah. No, and that's, it's so true. Uh, a lot of people come when they think about worship. What Mary does for us here, she says, I know what God's done for me. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. experienced this, but she directs it back, back towards to Him. 
back towards him, back towards him. And uh, Mary is not about glorifying herself. She's about glorifying God. And and, um, it is not that we don't benefit from worship. It's not, as you said, but it's like uh, when we gather together and we sing songs of praise, it's about making much of him. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I love that we see that in Mary's Mary's song. And and there are, especially today's time, countless songs that are classified as worship songs. But we really try to find those that do exactly that. That doesn't focus on us. Right. But it focuses on 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 God and what He has done, has done, done for us. Yeah, she it's, says, she, it's he not has done for me. It's not wrong to recognize what Absolutely. He's done for us, but we're praising Him. Absolutely, and what that tells about His character. Absolutely. Yeah, you know that actually leads into something else. You know, you asked what did I, I get from this, and I didn't. This wasn't really kind of the emphasis, but I think in a podcast like this, it's a great way to draw attention to it. We have two women um, speaking and proclaiming in this passage, and that's one of the things that I love about. God's word. It's one of the things I love about this narrative is, is the the place that that God shows that women have in His plan, mm, um, mm, and mm. something that we value here at a church. You know, we are brothers and sisters yes. in the Lord, equally made in the image yes. of God, um, equally created to mutually benefit one another. Yes, and we are learning and we're hearing from the women in this section. God is using women to proclaim His truth. Elizabeth is the first person to confess her faith in Jesus mm. as her Lord. Like that's no small thing. And so, so man, um, my prayer, like when we see this is that, and I think this is so true of our church. Um, we believe and understand God's design and his roles right. that, that he has, but those roles don't preclude us from being able to speak God's truth to one another absolutely, and to be able to encourage and be edified uh, by one another. Um, one of the sweetest things for me is in our connection group, you know, we have husbands and wives, mm-hmm. and men and women mm-hmm. that are in our group. Mm-hmm. And and I love, after I preach, to be able to sit in that group and to, to hear from my group members the, the thoughts of the men and the women in the group as they reflect. And that's part of the reason why we were doing the podcast. I said, it's like, yes. there's things that we talk about in my connection yes. group. That I'm like, oh, that's a great observation and things. Yep. And, and yep. In, a, uh, in fact, even that was one of the brothers in our connection group is like, he's like, you kept saying Elizabeth was the cousin. Okay. You know, and I'm okay. like, oh, okay, all right, good. That's, that's uh, you know, so, so I love how we can... Bring, yes. those, bring those things up. But I want us to see that. Like anybody that says that Christianity doesn't value women, anyone that says Christianity isn't uh, about the equality of the sexes as far as God has made them in his image, like just look at this. Look at who is highlighted here and what we learn from what they have to say. So, so that's something that really stood out to me that I think is important for us to understand. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Well, anything else from the day, the yesterday's text? Anything from the past few weeks you want to get to mm. or... Uh... Yeah, you know, I just, uh, I continue to to be amazed. Uh, I know this is the obvious thing, but just the depths of the Word of, of God here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things. Uh, I'll just give you kind of one, kind of like a small thing. Okay. We talk about things that I won't preach, but yeah. maybe I'll just draw attention to. Um, if you think about this, we know that this is Luke inspired by God writing down what he wanted us to hear. We know that Luke researched. We talked about this last. He literally says, I I got the eyewitness accounts. Look at the depths of what Mary says here. To to have this record of what she said, and the next week we're going to have the record of what Zechariah said in response to John's birth. But the details, it's like, how did he know about, who did he hear this from? Mm -hmm. How does he know that this was Mary's Mm -hmm. response? The only assumption that we can make is that it came from Mary herself. It's just an assumption. I mean, to, to get that detail. But also, I would challenge you in the church, like if you want to do this, to, to look at some commentaries. Mary's song 
this girl knew God's word. The allusions that are in her song to other yes, portions of God's yes. word, like whether or not, you know, um, you know, this was just purely inspired by God for her to say these things mm-hmm. in a kind of a mm-hmm. prophetic way. Um, the text just says that Mary said. Mary said. I, I tend to believe that she was a young woman who her parents valued their children knowing the word of God. This mm. is going to be my take. All right, I'm not going to preach this. I'm not going to say this for sure. Because back in that day, if you were a young woman, um, you know, you didn't get the education that your brothers would get. It didn't mean, though, that you couldn't go to the synagogue and hear the word. Right. But you weren't, you weren't forced to do some of those things like your brother was. But for her to have this depth of knowledge at her age to say these things yeah. would have to imply that she knew the Word of God, that she paid attention, that, and that in order for that to happen, her parents would have had to have valued that in yes. their own life, to take yes. their kids to the synagogue, to the temple, to hear the Word of God. I think that that's something like, yeah. listen, I, I don't know what to do with that, but yeah, I'm just say, um, I think it's beautiful. I think it shows the importance of knowing God's Word so that when significant events happen, you're able to think about them in a biblical way. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we see in this young woman, Mary. And we probably overcomplicate this some, but assuming that's what her parents did, value the word. I mean, it, it's a good reminder for us as parents that to Absolutely. value the word. To, to it, it's not Sunday school, right? It's not uh, just being here on Sundays yeah. or a wana. Yeah. It's that we're. Uh, it's all of life. In practical ways. Yeah. yeah. Helping yeah. that word. Yeah, as you go along the way. So yeah, those are some of the things from from yesterday. Some great, some wonderful, stuff. wonderful. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Good chat with you. Um, yep. Last week I asked you if you had any fall traditions. Yep. Uh, I'm going to ask you a sports question. I know oh that boy. you are a hockey fan. Yes. But we're in football season. I know. So do you have wow. a football team that you like to follow, that you like to cheer? I didn't even tell you I was going to ask you Listen, this. So. I, you didn't even tell me this. No. You know, here we're going all spiritual. Now you're going to this. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to divide the church. Oh, I just, look at you. I just, you know, I love all of the look teams. Look at you. That they're, uh, if I, hey. Uh, for those that know, uh, I mean, my family's originally from Chicago. Yep, so there you go. always, you know, excited for the Bears to yeah, do well. Yeah, I know absolutely. this might fall on, you know, we moved to San Diego. So, of course, becoming a Chargers fan and now they're yep. in L.A. Now they're so, in LA. you know, hey. Uh, but the thing that my family, uh, at least my extended family, doesn't like is I like dynasties. Okay. So <laughs> when I see a team doing well, except for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, there you uh, go. <laughs> I, I like to see them, the, you know, I like to, I, I think that's impressive to win year after year after year. So when the Patriots were winning a lot, I thought, I'm like, yeah. hey, man, that's, that's neat. So well, what about, no, what you about said, for you? Well, that's, it's easy. I'm from Texas, yeah. Dallas, Texas, so I'm but a Cowboys. But not Cowboy. the Texans? Not the Texans. Dallas Cowboys. So, uh, yeah, yeah but I need them to win a few more. But. Well, not to date this episode, but, yeah, yesterday was not so, uh, was no. not so good for them. Fun to, fun to watch football nonetheless, but especially with my kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so. All right. Well, All right. thanks a lot, Thank and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week.